This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We're your Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu series. But through our own lens, which is whatever we're feeling that day, let's be honest, usually real, real sour. And at the end of the day, hopefully something mildly sweet. Hi! Hello! So today we're talking 90 Day Fiance, Season 10, Episode 11, for richer or for poorer. Very exciting that this episode did not include. Justin or Nikki. Yeah. It was so great without that. I know. It was easier. It was, it was a little less, like, it was more just, it was, it was, it was a little less contrived. And the drama just comes from, I think, new, nuanced new things. Like, with, with the thing about Justin, Nikki, and Igor is that the basic conflict has been what we have now been hit in the head with every episode. Over Nikki, over Nikki feels insecure sexually with him because of their past. And he's, you know, whether he's going to like sexually be into her. And every episode is, you're not fucking me. You're not fucking me. You fuck me, but not enough. You're not going to be in our way. And, you know, it's just, we're, I mean, honey, we're in episode 11 of it. Yeah. Well, I guess technically we didn't get this one. Thank God. But I mean, it's a lot of that. Yeah. And it, we didn't have it this time. And it was so nice. Nice. Yeah. Just so nice. Yeah. Um, so I loved that. Uh, but we did unfortunately have to start with Rob the knob. Um, and, and we did have, we were back with Gino and Jasmine this episode and Gino Jasmine asking for something so ridiculous. And we had the cringy cringy with, uh, Clayton and Anna Lee. And we had sweet, sweet with Devin and Nick so let's jump right into uh, Rob. No, let's jump right in with Clayton and Annalie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're packing and Clayton needs to fill Annalie's suitcase with all of his stuff because I guess his suitcase is filled with things. I don't know, maybe gifts for his best friend. They're going to San Diego to meet Cameron for the first time in 13 years. And I wonder why he didn't think of this on his own. To go meet him on by himself? Yeah, I just don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like at some point, he had enough money. Thirteen years is a long time. I know. I t- I completely agree. And it's but it, I I do love it because for the first time, we've gotten like a friendship meeting at an airport. Obviously, this show is called Ninety Day Fiance, and so most of the people 
whether they're both sexually into each other romantically, no, but both, but the guys is yes. And so in this one, they're just obviously like friends. And so it's really lovely, but yeah, they're packing. She's so happy to get away with that mom. I mean, like what's in a suitcase. I feel like his mom just like secretly was like, I'm going to put extra stuff in there. I like putting extra stuff in places, you know, like if there's an extra hole, I'm going to fill it, you know, like, uh, anyway, so God bless. So, um, Annalise so ha has one of those leather, uh, fanny packs. I thought that you would have appreciated that. They're just really happy to get the hell out of that apartment. Like, you know, Annalise was just like, it's overwhelming being here. It's a it's way too much. I hate it. You know? So, um, this is adorable. So Cam, you know, obviously it's his friend again, 10 years, just playing video games, listening to each other, honey on that headset, honey, just like, you know, ensconced in the audio, but never the present visual. Um, Ooh, ensconced. I love the use of that word. Great usage. You. San Diego. Uh, How do you feel about San Diego? Um, people love San Diego. I've been a few times and I've never loved it. Hmm. It's okay. I think it's like, it's huge. And there's definitely pockets. I've been to parts of San Diego. That's gorgeous. Like okay. I can't remember there's a theater there or something like that. I went to, it was just like the most beautiful thing. And you know, everyone likes the gas lamp district. People talk okay. about the gas lamp district being, yeah. you know, a thing now. It's just the it's, way you get to TJ. Like it's just the way you get to Mexico. So like, that's what makes it amazing. Um, and I know people love it. I just have never been to a part of it where I'm like, oh my God, this is where I want to be. Like, I know people who live in the suburbs of it and like, are like Escondido and it's like, you know, shout out to Escondido, but I've never been to a part where I'm like, oh my God, San Diego. Yes. But I did love the reunion of Cameron and Clayton. I thought it was very sweet. And I thought it was interesting that Anna Lee is like, who are you more excited to meet? Are you more excited to meet me? Or are you more excited to meet Clayton? I mean, Cameron. And my thought is, why would you set yourself up for failure, Annalie? Of course, he's more excited to meet his best friend that he's known for 13 years. Yeah. Also, you give him nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she, it's so funny because she doesn't like him and obviously doesn't want to have sex with him and finds him not at all attractive. That's very obvious to you and me. And so why are you suddenly feigning jealousy over the like affection and or emotional, you know, whatever spectacle of someone who you don't really care about. Yeah. And yeah, he runs to that man's arms. They run, they run to each other, honey, and they hug. Yeah. And, they, and, then, and then by the way, it's not enough for Cam. Cam's like, yeah. how about one more? And yeah. Clayton has to be, and if it wasn't cameras there, Clayton would have absolutely been like, absolutely. Yeah. But you saw them kind of look at the cameras and I think they held back a little bit. They were going to even do more. I'm not saying kiss, but I'm saying like even yeah. be more loving and affectionate. And yeah. affectionate. Well, what a great lips, lip gloss. If you're on Patreon, you know that... Wahama just bathed her lips, honey, just juicied. Oh yeah. That's, um, I have another lip oil that looks like that. I think it's, yeah. Yeah. Nick's, lip fillers. yeah. Nick's fat oil. Um, yeah, no, it de definitely. And I thought that Annalise shouldn't have been there for that. She should have walked away because it, this was between two people who actually like each other. Uh, so Cameron drops them off at the Airbnb. And so this is Cameron's, uh, Clayton, sorry, Clayton's next opportunity to try to get her to sleep with him. And she, again, does not partake. And so when they meet up later on with Cameron's girlfriend, V, Clayton can't help but bring it up. Too much the whole time, the entire time. And Pretty even much. when told that like, it's not comfortable, he doesn't step back. It's it's interesting because she, she 
blames it on his desire to be macho. And if, you know, if he is exhibiting toxic, a toxic masculine trait, which is that he is obviously upset that he's not getting something and he feels insecure about that and then needs to like compensate by this. That's interesting. But at the same time, it doesn't bode well for the same reason we talk about everything. You cannot share your private stuff uh, with other people and expect that betrayal of the trust and the bond between you to like make that other person feel comfortable to continue in that problem with you. It doesn't, it doesn't do you the thing I think you, I don't know if he thinks, well, we'll just talk about it and he'll see, they'll see, you know, what I'm dealing with and she'll see that it's weird. It's like, and no, she sees that it's even more uncomfortable and you're not fixing it, you know? So I will say one thing is Cam's girlfriend is like, being in that conversation was just for me, yike. Yeah, she's no, like, s- no, s- yike. Just and yike. I was like, yike indeed, honey. That's mm-hmm. yike indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you I'm do. gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Yike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like in other countries when people call Nike Nike. Mm-hmm. Mm. Makes sense. Mm. It's a Greek god, Greek goddess Nike. Um. Yeah. So I mean. Anna Lee doesn't deserve it yet deserves it at the same time, because I wish that there would be a conversation in which she would say the real reason why she doesn't want to have sex with him and not because the mother could hear. So moving on. Yeah. Robin Sophie. So I'm going to tell you right now, Chris, that as soon as there was an, okay, I'm going to skip to the end, the end of when I could watch it. So there was this automatic response that I that I knew in the moment when it happened that it was a response that I would not have made. So the lady in the shop said, you two are a hot couple. And Sophie responded, you're hot too. And I don't know why she responded that because it was not the truth. (gasps) And so... And so I got anxious at that moment because I said, that's a lie. And I stopped the recording because I knew I stopped the video. I stopped watching. I stopped watching the episode at that time. And I didn't finish it because I realized it was the end of it, but I couldn't, I couldn't finish watching it at that point because the previews had let me know that my, that Rob blew up. So I didn't finish watching it after that because I felt like that Sophie got anxious at that moment and felt she had to, to, to compliment yes. that lady. Yes. And I didn't feel like she needed to compliment that lady because when people compliment you, you just say thank you. You don't say you too if it's not true. Yes, but that's a trauma. That's a, that's an anxious... I mean, people do that all... I do that all the time. I tell people I love them and I don't love them. People I just meet. I'm like, thank you so much. I love you. I have an, I have an issue and I know that. So like, I'm not right. What are you going to say? Yeah, I just was like, oh, oh, uh... Yeah, so when yeah. that happened, I got really uncomfortable and I stopped I stopped watching well, the episode. So well, let me Okay. Yeah, let let's me go back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. And I just wanted to confess that to you in that moment. Okay, go. This is this is Sophie waking up. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. What did you back? Oh, all, all the people have duvets. What's wrong with you? I need a soft, soft duvet. She says duvet 40 billion times. For someone who also thinks that she can get a duvet for $30. So this is where, okay. Her wanting of 
a duvet. Everyone has a duvet. What's wrong with not having a duvet? I want a duvet. She's bananas over this goddamn duvet. First of all, a duvet is two parts. So just a duvet is the duvet that is the inside and then a duvet cover. So really what is, it's a feather bed or feathery or hypoallergenic, whatever you insert inside a billowy top and that's the cover. And then there's also what's called a comforter. This is a comforter that I got, by the way, it's fabulous. It's from Ugg, it's so fucking cheap. I got it like Bed Bath Beyond. I do love it. It's one piece, right? Like I don't take this out of a piece, okay? So thank God. Uh, so she's dumb because first of all, the inside of a duvet is already like $200. I mean, 100 to $200, like wherever you're going to get it. The duvet cover then would be 30, maybe on top of that. So what the hell does she want? And why does she keep using a fancy word if she doesn't know what it is? By the way, Juan and I are giving you very Christmassy nails, honey, very Christmassy nails. Anyway, so um, he's upset. And I, this is what I'm going to say this. Both of them are absolutely obnoxious people and him more than her for sure. Because um, I like a duvet. I'm always going to be on her side, but she's dumb. Um, but one thing that I do resonate with him is that he's like, bitch, I just fucking woke up. I just woke up. Can you not like, can I not just wake up to you being like, well, can I be this? Please. Like, because the thing about Sophie is that she does not want to understand that this person is poor. He is the poorer of this, not only couple, but this title of the episode. He is poor, poorer, poorer than she would like, poorer than she understands. To the point that it's also abusive now where she's like, oh, oh my God, you just get me to do Because he has no fucking money. He has no money. If he had money, he wouldn't be living where he's living. And she's always just constantly like, I don't know how you can live here with no things. And he's like, bitch, I have a ninja air fryer. I'm fine. But like, it's not good enough for her. Of course, it's not good enough for me either. He doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. And they don't get that they're just not on the same page. That part's hilarious to me. She thinks that she can get a duvet for 30. Fuck you. He thinks she said, he says, you're a hella bougie for someone who doesn't have anything. And I'm kind of like, yeah. And also I agree, Rob, I need coffee in the morning. Like I need you. No one should sh say shit to me. And I, my phone is on fucking do not disturb until I have woken up because I can't handle nobody's business and don't give me no fucking business. Like I need to wake up on my own time, have my coffee. I don't want to hear anything of what I have to do for you. I need to settle in. I hear him when he says that. Like, she's just like, all I'm saying is that I want to do It's like, no, what you, yeah, in a horrible tone, you're telling me that I have to suddenly fix a problem of yours. And the truth is, I don't want to, I just woke up. I just fixed my problem of waking up. I was asleep and I needed to wake up and I'm fixing that fucking problem right now for myself. So take a goddamn backseat. Well, what is it? What are they going to do when they have kids? Well, that, by that point, they're Jay Z and Beyonce. He knows. That. No, 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 no. He's, no, no he knows. No, that's no, what he no, knows. No, 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 in no, his okay. heart. Wait a minute. He's, you you don't have to answer this question, Chris. That's fine. Chris. Yes, fine. You said a lot of things wrong, and I have not corrected you. So now I'm going to correct you for the rest of this episode, since you want to correct me. Two. What happens? These people who cannot be bothered when they first wake up. These people who cannot be bothered when they first wake up, who want kids, what happens when these people who cannot be bothered when they first wake up, when they have children, what happens to them? 
Are you going to tell a screaming baby, don't bother me, I just woke up, I need my coffee first? No, you're not. So if you are with a partner or a friend or anyone who spends the night at your house that you beg to spend the night at their house, stay the night. No, I want you to stay the night. I want you to stay at my house. Can't you stay with me? And then when you wake up in the morning and you're like, hey, friend, hey, friend. I have a question and you have the audacity to wake up annoyed. Get the fuck out of my face. Don't ask me to stay out of the night here. So don't have your girlfriend stay over and then have that bitch wake up cold and say, good morning, babe. Hi, we need to get a Dubai because I'm cold. And then you, who's a fucking idiot, who doesn't actually know what a duvet is. And instead of just looking it up, to understand what it is, just automatically get upset so that when you Google it and then realize like, oh, I actually have three of those. So actually my asinine reaction to get upset in the morning was stupid because I actually have the thing that this person needs. I don't even remember, I don't know how to end this sentence that I'm saying, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. Okay, get over it. You're an adult. Wake up in the morning and get awake and open your eyes and be alert and be okay with that because you live with somebody. You live with a partner. And also you want to have kids, supposedly. You want to have a lot of kids, supposedly. Not nary 10 episodes, eight, eight, seven, six episodes ago. You were hollering at her about wanting to have children. And children will wake you up at all hours of the night. So get over it and be prepared to answer the cries of a screaming child. Anyways. Oh, Bed Bath and Beyond oh. can give you duvets. My hip flexors are like flexing. You know what I mean? Well, honey, it's hard to get off that soapbox. Okay, so ooh, one thing about this um, sex shop once they decide to get over this and go to the sex shop um, is that they're looking at like hog ties and stuff like that, and it's just so like he wants to act like she doesn't know anything. And I just like, you know, the big man on campus. And then like, you know, I am the one that like asks her about stuff, but like, doesn't know how people use ropes to tie them bound like hogs. I don't know. It just seems like basic. Yeah. He like caramel behavior. It's not vanilla. It's not, you know, it's like, it's a caramel, you know that. Yeah. He knows nothing. He only, he hasn't actually done any research. He's just trying to seem like he's, more than vanilla or caramel, as you would say. And he's actually not. He's just trying to pretend like he's wild and crazy. Um, and actually, her hair has grown out. So she's been there for a while. Her roots are rooting. And and the blonde has just chewed away her ends. Like, she, yeah. is, she is raggedy. All those safety bobby pins are just holding the flyaways uh, in at bay. Yes. And, and But I do like her hair now than it was earlier. Like, she at least is now not, like, trying to add some weird different colored textured ponytail attachment to what is her hair. Like, you know, it's like in this kind of, Wait a minute. Don't, don't they go to a like beer garden first? I took a picture of it. Hold on. Let me put myself on mute and take. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just want, yeah, I, we will go. Yeah. I wanted to bring up the fact that the girl that ultimately, you know, tells them about the, the fact that she thinks they're hot is wearing a shirt of the sex shop. I thought that was apropos for someone who definitely wants some screen time, some booby time 
I'm like, do you own the shop? What an interesting thing. Like, Hey, you and your shop could be on 90 day fiance. And we'll even give you, you know, a little scene. All you have to do, cause we want to facilitate a fight is just like awkwardly hit on them on camera. Especially like, I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. Maybe I am somewhat conservative, but what shop Some, owner? Somewhat. Am I yeah. conservative? Yeah, relatively. Yeah, I'm like, um, what shop owner is just going to like, you know, in the middle of a sale, sexually, you know, yeah. come on to someone. But I guess it's a shop owner. So, I mean, like, it's a sex yeah. shop owner. Like, so what's, what's wrong with me? Go on. I have, I, so here's what I want to know. They're at this beer garden talking about how everything has been racing towards them because they have a deadline or else she's going to get deported. And I'm like, you could also just come back on a tourist visa because you are from the land in which this country was birthed. And he could also just come and visit you. So there's that. And what job does he have? Now, here's the thing. They're at this beer garden. She's doing this like high pony, which is really cute, right? But all I want to know are what are the girls behind her talking about? What are these ladies? They are having a good ass time and they are chitty chatting. What are they talking about? What are they looking at on on this phone? I, the whole time, I am wondering what these girls, and one of the girls put her hood up. She did, obviously didn't want to be on camera. And the other girl with this beige coat wants to be on camera. And I was like, what are, what, what are they talking about, Chris? I want to know. I want to be their friends. And I want to be involved. First of all, Sophie's never looked better than the scene. You're absolutely well, right. Her, she, looks, yeah. she looks great. She looks great. Yeah, she looks great. Um, you know, do you think it's like hinge options? Like these oh, are my know. matches on hinge. I don't know, but like they're having, they, she's cackling, having a good time while Sophie's like over here, just mean mugging her stupid ass Rob. Yeah, she does look, she, I mean, yeah, that was, she's, yeah, she does have really good angles there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just, they're so, they're just, they're not a fun watchable scene, you know, like even this scene with this girl who is wearing Cupid's closet or whatever the hell it is, like the sex shop that like approaches them and look at the black girl in the back. Like, she just hair flip. That, that is the perfect... First of all, that looks like the emoji of a hair flip. Like, the hand is up in such a way that is the perfect emoji of a hair flip. Yeah. And then she's like, it. you're hot too. And I'm like, I beg no. to differ. Nope. I beg to fucking differ. Like, you know... So you have to tell us now what happens at the end of this. What happens? Because I couldn't watch it. As soon as she said you're hot too, I was like, nope. So I'll be honest, they start fighting over the fact that this girl asks the question and then what's the question? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, Hey, you're both hot. Would you, and I heard you guys like wanting to, you know, like spice things up in the bedroom. Would you want like a threesome? Like she's like offering, she like wants to do a threesome. And he's like, Rob is like, well, and looks at Sophie. And then Sophie's like, what do you think? Rob, what are you saying, Rob? And the girl looks at Sophie. is like, well, I'm actually asking you. And Rob's like, you know, and Sophie's like, well, I want Rob to answer. I want Rob to answer. I want to see what you're going to say. I want to see what you're going to say or whatever. And he's like, I, you know, I, I think that they just talking to you, you know what I'm saying? And obviously the buy conversation happens. At this point, I get really annoyed. And so I also but a boop, but a boop, but a boop. Okay. But I boop one part where Sophie is just like basically being like, I wanted to see what you were going to say if like you were given the option to like hook up with someone. Well, Rob and- would never be with this person. I would this person know. 
does not look like this person. This yes. person and this person have two different levels of fakeity fake happening. This person has no makeup on. This person has all of the makeup on. Yeah, you know, I I, I hear you. Also, this person wants her, sh her this shop. Oh, sorry, the shop to be on the show. This person is obviously, you know, for that reason. I will feel like. And by the way, definitely the girl behind her was like, I have want no part of this. Like, I feel like they asked other people like, hey, do you want to be on the show? You just like sort of like have to like offer to be in a threesome with two of the people. And this girl was like, okay. And everyone else was like, absolutely not. Because there's like four other people in the shop. Like this girl isn't the first one that helps them. You know, like they're looking at cock rings and they're looking at the ties and it's some other person. Or they're like vibrating cock rings. It's so funny. It's always funny when a cisgender like heterosexual company couple goes into a sex shop and the man wants to be like, I'm a big, you know, I know sex. I fuck all the time, you know, and, and I, I'm into some shit, but like also wants to make sure that he's always the dominant penetrative one. You know what I'm saying? So at one point, why I sing this up? Because at one point they show them like a sex early before that girl says that. Like show maybe you saw this part. Like they show them like a sex stool kind of thing. And she's like, you can sit here too. And he's like, well, no. You know, he, it's just like there's these little patterns of like, so he's taking her into the sex shop, what, as a little like Lolita and like to open her mind to sex. Like this girl, look at her. Like she's definitely fucked a bunch of people. This girl's got, I'm telling you that like she can't wait to like experience sex with so many people. And you're the one that's conservative being like, what? Weird. You know, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's nuanced sexual behavior that's very interesting. Yes, he is not as open sexually for himself as he would like the girl to be. Because the truth is, there's nothing wrong with a cock ring. And the fact that he's not willing to be like, yeah, I'll put this on my dick, is a problem. Like, and the fact that he's, I mean, listen, you don't have to want to be tied up because, you know, submission, but Sarpa would put a cock ring on. <laughs> Okay, there's the end of that one. Let's move on. <laughs> what uh, question? Can I ask a question? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And of course, these are sexual questions. Like, have you ever been tied up? Okay. Have you ever been tied up like a hog? Okay. Uh, and just what? Just just okay. So that one, do you see what? Did you see what they were talking about with a crossbow? There, it's like a crossbow, four piece, handcuff set. Right? Are you supposed to be like a beetle like that? Or are you supposed to be, are you supposed to be on your back? No, or you're supposed to be on your knees. So, and your hands behind your back and your knees and your ankles and your hand. So your hands need to be by your ankles. So think about being on your knees and your hands are holding onto your ankles. I wonder if there's a, a safety release on that, or if you really just have. Sometimes there is, and sometimes there isn't, but you have to be really comfortable with your partner. You have to be super comfortable to where, like, to me, the reason why I haven't been certain types of held together or bonded is because if there is emergency and this fucker gets up and leaves me, what if I die? What if I'm just dead in this position? Absolutely. Right? Like, so there yeah. has to be like, that's why the whole process of being put into any kind of restraints, you should be super fucking comfortable with the person and like, it needs to take a while. I mean, some women are like really free with it. And like, if anybody's, if the guy is completely trained in his craft, then you would trust him. But me, I haven't gotten there with 
most people. And if I, and if I have whatever the restraint is, I could break it very easily mm. on my mm. own. Honey, yeah. she's very strong. Cause there's no, there's tape. There's tape. That's easy to be like, psh, you know what, oh, I mean? I see what you're saying. There's yeah. different types of restraints. That's easy for the person being restrained to break on their own. Should shit go awry. Could you imagine and, Rob having to like even tie a knot that like is like he wouldn't be able to like he had to, you you would hear him like playing the YouTube as he's trying to like learn how to do it. You're like, yeah, naked. so that's why you don't that's why you have these conversations about who's good with Shibari, who's good at certain types of restraints. And when you're in these kind of situations, it's GGG. It's like, you know, you want to make sure that the person giving gifted. No, no. Giving. Um, it's like uh cons- I-, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I'm so sorry. I'm the terrible, I'm the worst. Mm. But it's basically it's like cons- it's it's consensual, safe. That's not what the GGG stands for. I'm sorry. There's like consensual, safe, and uh consensual, safe, and sane or something like that. There's like <laughs> safe sane and consensual there's like ggg stands for something else that's along the same lines there's just certain things that people say and then when you talk to them here let me just google what ggg stands for anyways what does ggg stand for uh good giving no Mm -mm. that's terrible generous Good no. giving and game is what it says. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Good giving good. and game. Oh, that's Dan Savage. Yes, yes, yes. Good giving and game. Um, that's the one from Dan Savage. And then there's like consensual, safe, and sane. So can consensual, safe, and sane. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Uh, everything is based on safe activities that all participants are sufficiently sound mind in their conduct and that all participants do um, do consent. So it's just like a little l- things that are like um, uh, SSC, safe, sane and consensual. So there's like a lot of little acronyms that let you know what people are aware of. And then you have these conversations with them about like what's good and what's not good. What's your green, red and yellow um words are and things like that which people always try to say that they understand and that they you know especially men like they always try to like oh yeah i'm down for that or this is what i'm interested in but they don't do it in a responsible manner and i feel like rob is one of those people who tries to play at it but isn't won't won't ever be responsible at it yeah no i i hear you i get you yeah um and also just i don't yeah don't feel like he's the best at it period even vanilla um all right devin and nick (laughs) um so with devin and nick i thought that there was some kind of jump in time right between the time that the that the dad had the conversation about him calling her piggy to the wedding absolutely what a horrible edit i literally no there was a time and i was like did i skip a whole episode did i skip a whole episode 
Yeah. I could not understand it because it didn't even make sense with his confessionals. You're right. Thank you for saying it. I hated it. It was like so weird. It was just like, he's like, I now, you know, I now know that he really loves my daughter. I'm like, you literally just had to have a conversation where the man was laughing, talking about how uncomfortable your daughter is when he repeatedly calls her something that makes her uncomfortable. But yep. Like, I don't understand in any other world of any other storytelling, we all know what has to happen. They go, they do an adventure together. The parents see how loving he is or something happens or he buys them something or they're there for some, like a, a grand display. It's like, come the fuck on. If you're going to have some girl with a Cupid's closet shirt proposition, Rob and Sophie, like, why can't you have one thing be a bridge for this story? I feel like, especially with um, Devin's, really traumatic kind of like, you know, telling of their storyline and the producing of it. Experience. I feel like, yeah, I'm like, I think Matt Sharp should look at who absolutely produced their storyline and is like, mm, you guys should be fired. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. They have that thing, but suddenly now it's like, well, the day is here. And I was like the day for what? And what, Wahamas, as you said, is just like the day of the wedding. And you're like the day of the wedding. Because even like, again, last episode, it was like, will the dress come in time? So like, we know that we're already jumped ahead. We yeah. know that like that. And the fact that they don't address it or at least have something in between like the three weeks in between from that and this is makes, it makes no sense because also obviously they have no problem being like 92 days before the wedding, da, 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 da. Like they insert those chirons all the time, which is, I'm so sorry to keep talking about this. It's just such bad editing. Anyway, I hated it so much anyway, but here they are. They're excited. Um, you know, it, it, spoiler alert, she gets her dress and it looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And her wedding, her makeup is good. Um, yeah. And she must look like her dad because she doesn't look like her mom, at least I, from what I could see. And her siblings are there. They're happy for her. They mm -hmm. go on a helicopter ride afterwards and he's never been on one. He's kind of scared. And then afterwards they have like twinkler, like firecracker or fireworks as they run through. And I was kind of sad that his family wasn't able to come. I know. And I was wondering, is, is it too expensive? Because they are from Korea and Koreans can come to America on tourist I visa. I know it. So uh, it was just really unfortunate. It's unfortunate that at least one person couldn't come. Like one person, you know, couldn't just make it to that wedding. So it was quite unfortunate for him. Could you imagine getting married somewhere in a different country with no one there for you? Not, not a one person and they, and you weren't the poorest. Like, that's the thing. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that they were like one person, my brother could come. And so why would make it work? Like, I could see my parents being like, <laughs> like, I could see that happening, but Wasani could make it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Does Nick have any, Nick has, I forgot. He has a sister who has a child. Who has a kid. Has yeah. The kid. Yeah. And he has a mother and a father. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just it was just interesting, um, and so yeah, that's the end of my notes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, you know, he. I'm happy that he, you know, got to like ex had them both wear, you know, traditional Korean um, clothing, and he really loved uh, wearing his as well. And she was really respectful of theirs. Their flowers looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. one thing for about me, honey, is you can really win me over with flowers. You really can. I mean, flowers. 
had a multitude of sins in a relationship and hot and flowers at a wedding is like almost as important as love. If love is there, flowers are there. And that's how I've always felt. Well, you know, I, sorry, I know. I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to call you Wahama now. And, uh, so it's my dude. I'm like, Emma, um, it's very interesting. I like it, I know. but it always, it always throws me off. I know. Um, um let's Ashley go to Ashley Manuel. and Manuel, another like, you know, wedding extravaganza. And by extravaganza, I mean, we get to see a, a bunch of dresses. One part of the 90 day fiance franchi franchise is when it becomes say yes to the dress. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So she's late to her own dress fitting, which is very much Ashley. And I, I don't like her dress. I don't think it looks great on her. Um, uh, but you know, who am I? And, and then we get this crown, this hundred percent quartz crystal crown, and I want it to do something. I feel like it doesn't do anything, but maybe if she has an updo and somebody puts some lights around it, maybe it'll do something, but I guess it helps to amplify energy. So she's putting out all the positive energy. It'll bring out positive energy in her marriage. And then we find out that her, she's really close to her mother. The fact that her mother can be like, you guys have sex and that, and I'm like, I mean, I'm so happy that you are so close to your mom that she could talk about the fact that you guys have good sex and bang it out and like everything works out. But like, you know, that's, I think that's a product of you being like a teen mom, mm -hmm. having that teen mom relationship, but it, I'm happy, but it's also, you know, but I'm happy. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely true. And they do. I mean, they're right. You know, like ass is just like, Ashley's like, we have the best sex of my whole life. So I know we're connected. I know we're bonded. And, you know, I'm going to tell you what's, what's real and what's not like, what's a stronger bond. And you can tell me sex fades. I don't think so. I think sex is super important. I agree. And I, cause I feel like, because the truth is it's such a powerful force that when it's there, it like, you know, trumps a lot of other things. And I don't yeah. know, you have to harness it well. And you have to obviously, as we've said, especially if you're going to play around in a consensual relationship, really have a lot of trust and stability there. And that's where it can get messy. And there's a lot of like communication that needs to happen. It's, you know, mm -hmm. but I think that Ashley is really hanging, you know, her hat on the fact that their sexual chem is so great, you know, and whether she's playing up his sort of mysterious nature for the conflict of the show. I'm not quite sure, but another thing about Ashley, she's like perpetually again, crying when she's driving. She's like, she's always like crying and driving somewhere, you know? Dangerous. I also thought, I th you know, maybe quartz itself is one thing, an amplifier. And then I think of rose quartz being like the love quartz. And so again, about her crown, I thought, oh, it's not gonna be a rose quartz, like the love quartz. Like I thought it'd be a little more pink. And that's my only theory about that. Was but it I rose quartz? Well, I, maybe it was only quartz. Yeah. I love a crown. Mm. Well, I mean, uh, and, you know, in the like Byzantine Orthodoxy, Melkite Catholic -y way, if I ever get married in that tradition, I get to have a crowning ceremony, which is I will be wearing a crown. I mean, it'll be a gold crown. It'll be great. Um, yeah, like, I, you know, so then the mother is like, I want to have a conversation with Manuel. Basically, every time I know about Manuel with you, it's like you're upset. And every you have a conversation with him that, goes badly, he just gets up and runs. And I just don't know if that's going to be for you. Like you deserve more, blah, 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 blah. And I also feel like I haven't really connected with him. I can't really talk to him because Manuel's energy isn't ever been, I'm going to put on an affable or like amicable, you know, sort of gallant 
demeanor to charm Ashley's. And I'm not saying he has to, but he's never done that. Do you know what I'm saying? And he's been on the defensive with her friends. And so even with his mom, the mom, I can see she wants a little decorum. I think that she wants him to like show respect. And he's, when you sit across a man, well, he's just like not really giving you a lot, you know? That, but it's also has been less than, than three months. And that's the part that I think is a little, that they don't understand. It's been less than three months. And so you're expecting this man to come to a brand new country where everyone's speaking a different language than him and get to know and live with the person that he has chosen to be with, but he's dealing with leaving his family behind, no longer being the breadwinner not even having told his family that he's even coming here. So having to deal with that, being alone, dealing with her family, her wants, her dogs, her witchiness, her family's expectations. And she's like, he doesn't want to hang out with the gringos. How, how, like, that's not, that's not the, that's not my fault. That's not anything. Like I can't make him do that. And then she's like, some people are turned off by Manuel. Like he needs to be bending. And she's like, okay, but also it's been three months. You have to understand that it's only been three months. Give him a year. Give him a year to get acclimated, to get a job, to feel like a man, to feel more solid, to feel like he has roots here, to feel more grounded. It's been, it's too early. And um, and so that's the part that I was like a little bit like annoyed with the family. But when the mom meets him and they end up having the conversation and she's being as honest as possible, I was worried that the translation wouldn't work. And it did. Um and I was worried that Ashley was going to sit there and she ended up not sitting there. And so they had this heart to heart. And I really think that he understands that it's important that the mother and him have that relationship, but like everybody else in the family can just kind of kick rocks for now. Like, because it's, again, it hasn't even been three months and they yeah. expect him to, I don't know what, but he doesn't need to do it for them. You know, I want him to res- I want him to give deference to Ashley's mom because because he would want Ashley to give deference to his mom. But fuck those friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean in in the sense of he doesn't have to he doesn't have to answer their questions about anything like in the same way that you know Anna Lee doesn't have to answer questions to Clayton to you know in front of Clayton's friends about their sex life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Manuel doesn't have to answer questions about what he wants to give to his family monetarily. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, money, sex, like don't talk about that shit in front of people, you know, of, of your relationship, you know? So, but I get at the same time, this is a show. So they're being told to do so. Do you want to move on? Great. So Citra and Sam, honey, obviously a newer coops, but dupes to the seam. Uh, Sam, hot off of some, hot off of some like reef, re, surfaced issues with drugs. So basically he had a whole past with opioid addiction. And um, after really having like 10 years on and off with that, he has now been able to manage his, his addiction using um, a substance that's kind of like a methadone for opioids. Unfortunately, when he, he was pulled over with it in an unmarked canister and then did not do his due diligence about the paperwork that would have to have, you know, been turned in resulting from that and now faces either court or jail time, you know, whatever 
whatever it is. Now, of course, he is dating someone named Citra and Citra is just like deeply Muslim from a very religious family. And we all know this. So she is here now and having really just come off the airplane and knowing what we know about her, she feels very different than what I think she's going to feel. She feels very modern, very westernized, very casual. Mm -hmm. They, for some reason, talk about body stuff a lot. What body stuff? What do you mean? She's just like, she's just like, I needed to fart, you know, and like, you know, when you just have to like, they're just like always talking about poop and fart. Like he at one point, she's always talking, like she talks about like the fact that she had a fart. She has to fart, fart, fart. And then he at one point goes, I'm going to drop, I'm going to go like drop the Cleveland Browns off of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, like, does that mean you're going to poop? And I was like, that's. Yeah. And you know what it is? I am like. So what? upset at that, but also that is what people who are in relationships do. Like people who like that's what kind of Sarper. Oh, they don't. They don't talk about that stuff. Bet you. Oh no, there's like, no way. Race really because like people who are in relationships often like they talk about that kind of stuff, and I'm like, oh, I've just never had that experience, so I don't know what it is like to be so loosey goosey with poopy whoopy talks with men. Like even even the guy that I was kind of dating, like he would shut every single door to the restroom in my apartment, and I'm like, do you think I'm gonna walk in on you? Because like I'm not going to. I don't want to envision that. And then like when I would stay at his place, he had two restrooms, and I'm like, you use your bathroom, and I will use the other bathroom. That is still your restroom in your home, but when I'm here, it's my bathroom. So like <laughs> even then, I wouldn't poop. So, anyways, so they get to the house, and she walks in, and she's like, oh my god, it's like a horror movie. But no. So before they get there, she's looking around wherever he lives in the country. It reminds him her, her of Texas chain. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So she's like worried. They get to his house. She's like, oh my God, it's so dirty in here. She's going to have to clean it off. But she walks in and she's like, oh my God, there's air conditioning. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God, wow. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm happy for her. Um, and so she takes her shoes off, but she realizes quickly that- She didn't have to. Are, yeah, she didn't have to because those floors are filthy. Uh, and so his room is dirty. She meets the dad. She says that they look alike. The dad's like, oh my God, she's pretty. And she's, oh my God, she's going to help me cook. And I'm like, uh-uh, this is sexism, sexism 101. But maybe she will help him cook. Uh, and so he's going to sleep in the bedroom with his brother, but his brother's not there. So I don't think that's going to happen. And it's like twin bed. So he's trying to make her feel bad about having to sleep in another bedroom. And apparently they're both really horny. Uh, oh, awkward. And then we also oh, take how out. How old is Timmy? Yeah, it's a single. It looks like there has like, it looks like it's like fireman sheets. Dallas cowboy <laughs> sheets. I don't know. And then like he takes out an outfit of like the uh, outfit he's going to be converted in. So he's got his kufi hat and like his traditional Muslim Islam garb and the dad's like well I would like to go to the conversion ceremony and he's like nah I don't think that's the right place for you and then the uh he's like yeah my dad believes in aliens and she's like oh and he's like yeah I believe in ancient aliens and so I'm like Mike Mike of Natalie and Mike he's like yeah all the all the old-fashioned pictures you know there's like flying saucers in that and I was like you know what okay well it's just Okay, Scientologists also believe in ancient aliens, right? Like, that's the thing about Scientologists, I think. And I think that, okay, I'm, I'm, I don't know this for sure. How did Mormons think that Jesus came to America that one time? Was it aliens? 
You I know how Mormon. That, yeah, Sorry. no, I don't think so. They think they just somehow he somehow got to the Americas. He flew. No, he doesn't have to fly. He's omnipotent. Okay. Uh, ancient aliens is like a thing, you know, like I, yeah, like it, it shows up in different religions. Like, I guess, yeah, you know, we were, and I guess there's different ways of looking at it. We look and see stars or like people came here from those stars and we just call them aliens. Yeah. It's just so interesting. It's just mm -hmm. so old fashioned pagan of just like people looking up and being like stars, people, people come here before, you know, it's so well, religion is religion. Anyway, um, her, yeah, his place is disgusting. There's just stuff everywhere. At one point there's a shoe that looks like there's like a layer of feathery hair on it. Like who knows? Is there an animal around? Where did that gray hair come from that now like has attached to itself to a furry shoe that once was just a sneaker? You know, I mean, she, I feel bad for her. I really, really do. Uh, she's like, oh, you look just like your dad. I was like, that's not reason to run. Okay. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. LOL. But, um, yeah, her dad, her dad is just a very different dad than, than his dad. And can we get to the point where they go? Okay. So then basically, yes, he, they also are like, let's go wash this car. They're going to go wash a car, honey, wash his car. He has a car. They have to wash. It's been a long time. Now, one thing to know about me is I fucking love driving through a car wash. Nothing's better. What a sensory experience. She's like, when's the last time you wash your car? He's like, don't even bring it up. Why do you even ask? And it's like, those car washes are like five dollars they're five dollars and you sit in your car it's a drive-through car wash nothing is better and you can usually buy which is what i do like a membership or something to make it even cheaper it's like whatever so they get through it and then they have to clean up the car my god the car is disgusting she's like putting out paperwork she's like do you need this he's like no no i wouldn't I wouldn't just have paperwork I need in his car. Meanwhile, like he might go to jail because he didn't like foul paperwork. God bless, God bless, God bless. And then he like lets it be known that he wasn't truthful with his current status. You know? Well, yeah. Uh, you know what? I have a hard time with people who... I have a hard time with what he's saying about like just not putting the paperwork in on time. Now. Mm. The only reason why I have a hard time with this is because I work in an industry where, where I often tell people to turn things into me by a deadline and then they don't. And then yeah. when I tell them the consequences of, of when they don't, they get upset with me and basically tell me that I'm wrong because I won't give them a second chance or that like, why won't I help them? And then I'm like, you won't help yourself because I told you when it was due and you still didn't do it. And then you tell me that you're busy. That's why you couldn't get it done because you have other things to do. And then I say, you mean you have other things to do besides make sure you maintain your job. And then they look at me blankly and then I look at them blankly and then they try to get me fired. And then I'm like, but in actuality, I actually have to move forward termination at this time. So like, but I get it. Like, unfortunately, anxiety creeps in on people, which forces them to push the things that they really don't want to do to the side. And then, oh, oh. so, you know, I, I, like I don't like, 
so like, I, I want to feel bad for him, but at the same time, I don't feel bad for him, but I do understand why it's happened. But at the same time, I feel more bad for her, you know? Yes. Uh, I just, get, I get that anxiousness of like, <laughs> I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Maybe if I just ignore it, it'll go away. But the truth is it won't go away. And now you have, and now you want her to stay in America without you in case you go to prison. But the truth is, is that no one should have to do a bid with you. So. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. And obviously if you're listening to this, just know that in the middle of that conversation, we had a streaming moment where Wa was illuminated by fireworks and I had never seen it displayed in such a way. They, I mean, it really, they keep making it better. So I think I started like talking, being like, oh my God, there it is. But if you are just hearing this, you just don't know what I'm referencing, which is how illuminated she was by God slash StreamYard agreeing with her, which is now what I, I think that anytime certain things happen through, if you're on iMessage or FaceTiming with the updates, you realize that when you make gesticulations, they happen as bubbles now. And the same thing happens through the medium that we're filming. But every time it now happens, it feels like God or the universe really agreeing because it always happens during a statement of intent, you know? Anyway, having said that, it's like this fun little game that keeps happening. I get what you're saying. And yeah, ADHD and anxiety affects a lot of people. And especially for someone, you know, like Sam, who has gone through a lot of trauma and brain trauma and probably from his dad and from his life has never been given the skills of time management or organization in a really, you know, I mean, I don't think that person knows it in such a way. I, I, I feel bad, but yeah, it's, it's a lot to ask someone to, to move to a country and then be alone. You can't do it. You know, it's, it's the same way we were talking before. It's like when you bring someone from a different country, you have to have so much for them, like money, stability, a house, they can't work. You know what I'm saying? There's, it, it, they have to like live. It's already a lot to even have that for yourself. Yep. There is a certain amount of privilege that it has to have be there. Yep. For you to bring someone from a different country, just like there's a certain amount of privilege you have to have, you assume to have to have to even have kids, right? Kids are expensive. Spouses are expensive. Spouses that can't work from different countries are expensive. All of it's expensive, you know, like all of it requires a certain amount of like foundational fortitude and like experience and stability. And I feel bad for Sam because I don't feel like he quite has it. And at the same time, he really wants love. And here's a hot piece, you know, and half of their thing, when they're not talking about farts and shit, the other time they're talking about how hot they are for each other, how much they want to bone each other, how horny he's like blaming on her. She's blaming on him. She's like, sometimes he just wants to come in and stare at me sleep. He's like, I'm not creepy. She's the one that's really horny. You know, I'm just like, Jesus, this is a recipe for disaster. I mean, this is like Mary and Brandon. I feel like they're going to, they're going to, I mean, she's going to be pregnant in two seconds. That's how I feel. Anyway. Um, I agree. Yeah. I mean, the, the, other, the other thing that really also was hard is at the end of this car wash scene, when he basically tells her, yeah, there's a possibility I might go back to jail. She has to sit with that knowing that he didn't tell her. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, well, I didn't want you to be upset. I want you to have a couple of great first days here. And she, and then he's like, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? Like, are you still mad? And she's like, bitch, you just fucking told me I'm sitting here and I want to th- 
you know, like I need to sit with these, like, well, what's going to happen when you tell your dad, are you going to stand by me? And you know, would it be like, well, whatever, whatever happens with, with my man, I'm standing yeah. by my man. No. Like, in a now new I have country, to- when you've lied to me, you're going to be in jail. Uh, what? Yeah. I lied to my dad because you lied to me and now I have to tell him or you have to tell him. And now it's this whole thing. Like it's already a tenuous relationship. It's like sometimes I think Americans don't realize that in other countries, lying to your parents or doing things against your parents' wishes are a bigger deal than in the US. Yeah. And they don't get it. He's she is already doing a lot of things against her dad's wishes. She's not wearing a hijab. She's marrying a foreigner. She's marrying a foreigner who isn't Muslim. And so he's not only gonna have to convert. The dad is going to have to trust that he is going to have that because like in the culture, in the religion, the man is the one who has to hold down or is supposed to be the like priesthood holder. Like in the Mormon church, like the man is the one who has to like know the religion the most is the one that's supposed to be the head of the household and kind of be the holy kind of compass or guide when it comes to religious things. And he can't do that because he's American and he's an American who's like very far from being Muslim. Like his dad believes in aliens and his mom is like a Christian. And so it's, it's a lot. And so, and then she's moving away. She's moving to another country, a country that is notoriously hates Muslims. Yes. Also remember, he's not even like Avery. He hasn't done any due diligence about Muslim. He doesn't, he's like, I think they do Yom Kippur. He thinks. Yeah. So it's like, again, this isn't even someone who's tried. Yes. He has no desire. Not at all. To understand or be a Muslim at all. He's literally just doing it to get her pants. To fuck her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so like, you think the dad is dumb? No, he's not. So like, he is fucked and he's a drug addict, which is like haram, haram, haram. Harami of the haram is haram. So like, you know, if they make it inshallah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like all of this shit, right? So it's, yeah, she, he's not, he's the furthest away from, the furthest away from uh, Avery ever. So it is just really bad that she's even doing this. And then on top of that, he could go back to prison. And she now has to live in a house with all these men, not a woman for the eye to see. Well, remember she loves horror films. She literally got herself to be like in a horror film. This is a horror film. Yeah. Um, he has no idea that what he's put her through and what she's sacrificed and what she's gone through to be with him. And he has the audacity to say this to her. Like, oh, I wanted you to have a good f- couple of days. And then as she has to help him clean his fucking car, because when the dad comes to visit, he's going to judge him on how clean his car is. So not, not only does he have to help, she have to help him clean his car. She also has to help him clean that fucking house. And then she has to find a moss. Do you think that he has found a moss? Nope. Close. Probably not. Pro- probably not. Has he even gone to the imam to say, like, I have a wife coming. I have somebody I'm getting married. She probably has to figure all of that out. He hasn't even done the work. This Nick, um, this man said Yom Kippur. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I know. He I said, he, he said I, Yom Kippur, Chris. 
I be, believe me, I know, but I, you know, I believe me, I know, but I just, I, I'm it's, 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 it is a horror fucking film. Um, do you want to move on to our last coops? And I don't really have that much to say about them. Cause I just, what like, happened? Did not they're look- on the beach and she doesn't want the family to get there. And he rubs lotion on her butt. Okay. What else? Yeah. And she's like, baby, do you like that now? Do you like my butt now? Do you think that was a good investment? It wasn't. It's still not. Mm-mm. But Gino is like, now I kind of do. He does. Isn't it, he, isn't it weird I, that he doesn't know how to rub rub her ass? Isn't it weird he doesn't know how to rub it? He, even when he's being sexual, it seems like it's hard for him. It seems like he's like, oh, you're so sexy. Yeah, you know, like it's it's it seems like he is being led into his sexuality by he seems so submissive, doesn't he? Yes. He he yes. really he must be the subbiest sub sub. That's probably why he liked the golden shower. She peed on him. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's in a bikini and like Penny my bikini is so different here. We don't want to be in a bikini and those honey, and that those are some. NBA style titties, hard floor tits. I mean, they bat. I mean, you know, on a wooden surface, those are basketball titties. But yeah, basically, she's just yeah. yeah but I in Miami, know. she's fine. Like them titties are fine in Miami. Uh, you know, uh, uh, listen. I'm not saying that you're not going to see those them titties in Miami. You're going to see them in Miami. You're going to see them in a lot of places. But I'm not saying they're still fine. Um, I will also say I left my thing out. I will also say, yeah, sure. Her whole thing is just like I don't want your family to come to the wedding. I'm not going to be happy if they come here, there, anywhere. I don't want your family there. She's like, but Dr. what about Seuss. Dana's wife? Dana's wife is his. Uh, it's her bestie. Why wouldn't she want Dana's wife there? I agree. I was like, oh, so they're fine when you want to like have a manicure scene because you have no friends here and you want to like further a storyline of you being mad at him again. But like, mm-hmm. you won't have, listen, you should have Dana's fucking wife, your goddamn flower girl, just like, you know, skipping and throwing roses everywhere, Jasmine. Anyway, that's all flower I have to say. Girl. All right, you guys. So that's any episode. If you would like to see the visuals of what you're listening to right now, if you would like to see the um, excitement that happened as, uh, <laughs> with the you know i did something and then facetime decided to do some kind of fireworks extravaganza show so if you'd like to see that please join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for ten dollars a month you get to see the visuals of what you're listening to plus exclusive content such as a live every first monday of the month plus the episode as soon as we are done recording it before anyone gets to listen to the audio version of it on the free feed so you can join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties ten dollars a month but if you cannot do that Chris will tell you the free options that you can use to support us. Hi, go to your social medias and type in the at symbol and then DocuSweeties on Instagram. Do the same thing on TikTok. And then in a, on X, put at DocuSweeties with a one. It's at DocuSweeties one. And go to Facebook, type in DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group. Join us, like all of our things, follow us there. Give us five stars. Give us a good review. We love you so much. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.